We are back for the second part of our chat with Nick White about Learn to Sail. If you just arrived, Nick is the head instructor of the Army Day Yacht Club here in Nova Scotia. You are listening to The Newbie Sailor. I'm Dan Gasparello. Nick, in the first part of the chat, we talked about some skills that sailing can help to improve. And a question I hear from some listeners is, is it difficult to learn to sail? I wouldn't say that it's necessarily difficult, but there's a lot of things that you need to learn from the the whole different language that, that boating has in terms of all the parts and, and uh, expressions for how to do things and whatever. That can be daunting for people. And just how to handle the boat, how to read the wind, and all of that stuff. So there is kind of a steep learning curve. I wouldn't say that it's hard, but there's a lot that you need to learn. Mm -hmm. And how is the best way to do it? You know, the first lesson that we do in our, our sailing program is, is like three hours of just in the classroom. A lot of talking and listening and taking notes and whatever. And I, I always see people's eyes kind of glaze over on that first day, but it's necessary to give them all that information up front because if we don't do that, then when they get in the boats, they're not going to have a clue what, what's going on, what to do. So, um, so yeah, there is a bit of a steep learning curve, but once you get past the kind of initial like heavy front end loading of stuff, then it starts to flow a bit easier. We talk about the theoretical class. But I remember that I was super excited in my first on-the-water class. Can you walk us through the process and the challenges of that first experience? Yeah, walking people through how to get out of the, the dock area and like how to get through the mooring field as safely as possible. Like There is a kind of channel, however narrow it may be, that is the best way to get out. And of course, like we have the instructor in the motorboat who can one by one guide them out. And if they need towing or, you know, pushing and they can act as like a tugboat to make sure they're getting out safely and then release them in the more open waters to kind of practice their steering. The first two days on the water are always tense for the instructors and the, and the sailors. But like I said, once people gain some confidence and learn how to control the boats, it just becomes a lot easier for everyone. And the instructors are close to give some guidance as well, correct? We need to have the instructors going into motorboats so that they can move around and potentially tow people back. Or in some cases, if someone is having a medical emergency, we need to be able to get them to shore as fast as possible. So we need to be in motorboats. If we can have an instructor or two in, in some sailboats with people who you know, are really nervous, then, then we'll do that. But there always needs to be someone in the motorboats. And as we talk about instructors and, and power boats, how do you hire new instructors and how do you prepare them to help in the LTS program? Yeah, that's been a challenge. Um, a lot of like sailing instructors around here are pretty young. You know, like I was when I started out there in their teens or early 20s. And they've come up through the whole dinghy sailing program, and that's their experience. So that's what they end up coaching. So there's a ton of dinghy sailing instructors around here, but there are not many keelboating instructors. Um, so it's been hard to find people 
to work with who have the experience um, to be really good keelboating instructors. So yes, I've had to train a few people and kind of starts out with observation on their part. And of course, me explaining and briefing them beforehand what we're going to do. You know, I'll give them a complete rundown of the lesson point by point. You know, I've written out lesson plans and and everything like down to the minute and train them with that. But like the, the hardest part is really the on the water part because there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of things that can happen randomly, I guess. Back to the, the first experience. Students are out trying to take the boats out of the docks with the sails up, wind only, instructors on the boat with power boats helping everybody. Can you share some uh, stories that what happened in that moment? You know, there's every year someone hits something, you know, <laughs> it happens. It's just like trying to mitigate that as much as possible um, and trying to, you know, make sure that it's you know, not going to be, you know, very serious. Like people, you know, people might like rub up against something or scratch something, which is course we don't want that to happen but that's much you know much more minor than if if someone was sailing and really strong wind on the first day and they don't even know how to steer the boat and you know when the conditions are like that we wouldn't send people out as beginners like i'm sure you remember some days we had to reschedule because it was too windy and that's you know that's just kind of like a, a risk analysis that we have to do as instructors which bring me the question about maintenance because with these boats out now, the scratches you told me that sometimes might happen. So you have to do maintenance, correct? How did you learn how to do maintenance in a boat like a soling? Yeah, like over the years, just working on them and just trying to, to fix various problems or upgrade things. Like I, I've learned a lot. And here at the club too, like there are a lot of people that I can ask for their opinions or for tips. And there's a couple of people that have the exact same type of boat. Um, who were hugely helpful to me with, you know, with their knowledge and experience of, of how to fix and maintain things. So I've learned a lot over the years just from talking to other people here at the club and asking them for their, their help with things. And, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because, like, you ask someone something and then they explain it and you're like, oh, well, that's actually a very simple solution. It's like, I didn't think of it because it's like I just had never done it before, but... But things aren't always as complicated as you might think they are. There, there can be simple solutions to a lot of the problems you might experience on your boat. Not necessarily when you're talking about like engines and like complex oh, electrical yeah. systems and all of that. But the boats that we have here, you know, for our Learn to Sail program, they don't have that stuff. So, so they're fairly easy to maintain. It's important to keep the practice as well because I understand that as any new skills, we have always to go there, put yourself in a challenge, develop uh, new knowledge and apply that. So it's a constant movement, correct? Yeah, it's uh, sailing is something that I feel like you're never going to completely master and be like, okay, I'm, that's it. There's nothing more to learn. Like, yeah. uh, there's always something to learn when you're sailing. Like, this, the conditions are always variable and, and it's just... It's just something that it's like you constantly have to kind of adapt to to the environment. So yeah, it's a it's a lifelong learning kind of sport for sure. Um, I never feel like I'm I've reached the the peak of my sailing ability. Like I feel like there's always more to 
to learn and, and tweak and improve upon. Um, and that's something you, you know, you mentioned about making the little adjustments like that. That's something too, like it's easy to go out sailing and just be kind of lazy and just leave the dock and then just kind of leave everything set up the way it was. But, you know, like you're saying, you want, if you want to, if you want to go fast, if you want to really push yourself and push the boat and, you know, make everything work as well as you can get it to work, then you do have to like play around with the, with the settings, with all of the, the little, you know, the, um, sail controls and all of that stuff. I mean, if you're feeling like things are not performing the way you want them to, or you could be getting better performance, then, then yeah, play around with, with some of those things, tweak them and then see what happens. If you're, you know, if you're learning, that's the best way to kind of figure things out rather than just trying to, to remember. It's like, okay, someone told me this one time, but what did they say? I don't remember. We'll just play around with the settings and, and see if you can feel the difference. And it's important to keep this knowledge as fresh as possible in your mind, correct? Yes, but where we live, you can't really sail in the winter. Um, you know, people might live on their boats here in the winter, but they're not really going out and sailing. Um, so in the off season, no, I'm not a sailing instructor. <laughs> like there's a lot of planning and stuff that, that goes on for the sailing season, you know, during the winter. So there's definitely and maintenance and stuff that I need to do during the winter, but it's, it's not a full-time thing. And there's, you know, there are on-land courses, navigation courses, or kind of like theory courses that, that you can do in the wintertime. Um, but in terms of like getting out sailing on the water, that's something that we basically just do from May to November. Nick, one misconception I hear a lot about sailing is that it's really expensive. So uh, don't get me wrong, it can be expensive, but there are ways that you can enjoy sailing without put a lot of money or a lot of investment. So uh, the Broad Reach program here in Armadale is, is a good example. Yeah, I mean, that's always been something that I think has, has been really valuable um, about the program that we offer here is that it is, you know, it's, it's making sailing more accessible to people who, like myself, didn't have any background, like didn't have, you know, my parents didn't sail, none of my family members sailed, like I didn't come from a family that had money at all. So, and that's, a, I guess you're asking me about misconceptions. That's one misconception I think that a lot of people have is that, you know, you need to be wealthy, you need to have money to, to be a sailor or to get into sailing. And that's not true. Like, you, yeah, boats are, can be expensive, but to get a sailboat that you can enjoy, you, you know, you can get one for, you know, a keelboat even for fairly in, in inexpensive price. Like some of the, the keelboats that we use for our program, you know, like $1,500 maybe, um, that's a cheap one, but still. The program that we offer is also, you know, we try to keep it fairly inexpensive for people um, so that, you know, it's not exclusive. And they are fun, correct? Because you told me that sometimes you prefer to go take the sailing instead of taking your own boat. That's a bigger one. Yeah. Just to have fun for a couple of hours. It's Well, yeah, it's a simpler boat and it's a boat that I can sail by myself. It's easier to set everything up. Like, it's just, it's smaller. The sails are, it's like putting the sails on the boat and, and raising the sails and all of that stuff can be easily be done by one person. Whereas on like the larger keel boat that, you know, that I have with my family, um, you kind of need to have at least one, preferably two or three other people, uh, on the boat just to help handle all of that stuff. Like you, you could do it with one person, but it would just be a lot of work. 
and to go out for like a nice sail in the afternoon or whatever. Sometimes you just don't want to take all of that time and effort just to get out there. So the Solings I love because like like you said, they're they're a simple, fun, but fast little keelboat and also very inexpensive if you wanted to buy one. Um, and I just love, you know, when I have some spare time, I just zip down here and jump in one of the Solings and within, you know, 10 minutes of, of arriving here, I can, I can be leaving the dock with that boat ready to sail because it's just a, you know, it's a simple thing to set up. And there are different paths or reasons to learn how to sail, right? There are definitely people who come, you know, they want to learn how to sail because they want to just get out and, and do some adventuring and like, you know, do coastal cruising. Like they, they want to take the boat on, on trips and just kind of enjoy that aspect of sailing, which is what, you know, we kind of call that cruising where you're taking your boat on, whether it's around Nova Scotia or to PEI or, or down the coast, down to the States or even down to the Caribbean or, or across oceans, whatever. That's kind of one branch and uh racing people who get really into racing and they do all of the wednesday night races all the weekend races and that's what really drives them and then there's people that do both for me i like to do both like i i really enjoy the adventure aspect of of cruising um but i don't want it to be just sailing like a slow kind of bathtub of a, a cruising boat so that's why we purchased the boat that we we did because it's it's got kind of the best of both worlds. It's a very fast boat. It's as well. a fast boat and it's a boat that you can can do some cruising with. It's it's not something that I would take super far, um, but it's good for coastal cruising, you know, around around the province and around the maritimes. But yeah, some people like they are only interested in one or the other, and you you wouldn't really know until you until you try it. Like there are people who love the adrenaline and the comp competition of racing. Um, and then there's people who, who love just kind of getting out and escaping and, and just being on the water. A lot of times that's kind of like what I like to do if in the summertime, if it's like a beautiful day and there's good wind and then just like, okay, I'm going to just go sailing just by myself. I'll, so I'll, cool. I'll get some, you know, I'll, I'll get the speaker with some music and, and I'll bring some snacks and some water, maybe one beer, and then just get out on the water and just enjoy myself. So, Nick, let's talk about the future. Are you planning to do something besides the Learn to Sail program, something that you are planning to bring to the training as well in the Yacht Club? So, uh, I recently kind of upgraded my, my sailing instructor qualifications to be a cruising instructor. So, I can teach Sail Canada's basic cruising standard, which covers a lot more than, than what we teach here. Like, are you planning to do this year or not? To offer this to... You know, the boats that we have are not suitable for that because... To teach the cruising program, like you need to teach people about all of the things that go with a cruising boat. So you've got, you know, the head, the, the toilet or whatever, uh, the motor, all of the electrical systems, like safe, all the safety equipment that you would need for cruising. So there's a lot more that you have to cover that we can't really demonstrate with the boats that we have. Okay. Um, yes, it's something that I would, you know, I really want to, to teach those programs. It's, it would be an evolution of what I'm doing now. And it is also good because it's kind of, at that point, you're teaching people that already have, hopefully have some sailing experience. Perfect. So you're not just starting from the very beginning. And I believe it's a different experience as well, coaching people who has some previous experience sailing. Coaching people who are starting from the very beginning. Sometimes it can be a little tiresome. 
at the start. I but like I said, it's always very rewarding later on when people are really, really catching on to it. But yeah, with regards to, to the cruising program, it's not something that we are currently offering. We're still putting a lot of energy into improving and expanding the you know, the programs that we have now. We are this year going to offer um, kind of a more advanced sailing course for people who have already done this course or who have some experience. They'll be more focused on racing. So we want to get people involved in some of the club racing here. That course will kind of get people into that. There are a couple, a few other people at the club who have the exact same boat solings that we use in our in our uh, lessons. So we, we want to kind of get out with them and, and do some fun races um, on Thursday nights. And there's been a lot of interest with people who have taken our program before and they're like, oh, is there a level two? Like, what can we do next? Like, we, we love this so much and like, we want to do it again, but we don't want to like repeat all of the same stuff. So this year we're going to offer kind of like a, a next level program for the that's kind cool. of to kind of meet that demand, and that will be really interesting as a coach too, because it's like we'll get to focus on the more advanced skills and tactics, and and get into racing for the people who really you know want to get into that kind of thing. We stretch our skills. That's good. So, do you recommend any kind of literature, uh, blogs, uh, YouTube channels? Is something that you recommend to a person who is starting sailing now? Yeah, it's it's hard for me to recommend any one thing specifically. Now, I know we live in Canada, but the American Sailing Association has some really good videos, uh, instructional videos for learning how to sail from the basics, you know, up into some more, some more advanced skills, blogs, YouTube, podcasts, you know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of YouTube stuff about people who are living on their boats and sailing here and there and all of that stuff. And like, those are really interesting, but I wouldn't recommend them as a learn to sail kind of thing. They are good for, you know, maybe some inspiration, but also can, you know, it's not necessarily super realistic. Nick, thank you very much for your time and all the information you shared with us so far. Before closing, is there something you want to share or some advice you want to give to someone who is just starting with sailing? Mm, give it a try, you know, like if you're, if you're feeling hesitant and you're not sure if it's, if it's going to be for you or if you feel like you might be scared or nervous or whatever, you're not going to know unless you give it a try. Like we have people who come in the program and, and you know, they're super nervous and, and, and unsure. And then they try it out and they, they love it and they're so into it. And all of their fears and, and anxiousness just, just disappear, just disappear. So, and then there's also people who try it and they, and they realize that it's just not for them and that's fine. And in, in some of those cases, we're able to, to give people some of their, their money back, depending on the conditions. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with trying it. If, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. But you're not going to know if it's for you unless, you unless you give it a shot. For you listener that wants to know more about the Learn to Sail at Armdale, visit website armdayyachtclub.ns.ca, click in the tab Learn to Sail, I will add this information in the show notes and in our Instagram page as well. Everybody, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to Newbie Sailor and have fun. We got you covered.